Hi, law firm owners, and welcome back to the Wildly Successful Law Firm Podcast. This is the final episode of the season, and it had to be one of the most important ones. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you the definitive guide of every expert you need in your law firm and when you need to hire them. Okay, so the reality is that as a law firm owner, it takes a team of other experts to help you do what you do. And I don't just mean your admin, your paralegal, your associate, I mean the extended team that you don't necessarily work with on a day-to-day basis, but the people who are experts who are helping you move along this thing called having a business. Because if you were just a lawyer, you wouldn't need any of these other experts, but because you are a law firm owner, that requires the involvement of additional people. Now, I know a lot of times it can feel overwhelming and you're not sure when you need to hire them or what qualifications to look for. So I really want to help you with that process here in this video. Now, listen, if you're getting any value from this video, please go ahead and take a look at the link below the zero to a million dollar book that I created. If you purchase that book between now and March 31st, I will answer a question about your law firm and that's included in the cost of the price of the book. So the first expert that you're going to want to have is going to be an accountant. I want you to hire that accountant for your law firm as soon as you open your law firm and maybe even consult with them before you open so you can figure out if you need to set up as an S corp or not. Now I know all of that sounds like a lot of jargon, but the reality is that I see way too many attorneys who try to do taxes on their own and then they end up owing. Or I see them, you know, not paying the proper amounts. I see them doing all sorts of funny things and just kind of hoping to get away with it. Now, that just is gonna create a lot of stress and pressure for you as an attorney and I don't want that to happen. So number one, make sure you have an accountant as soon as you open your law firm. And the second thing I want you to do is I want you to truly evaluate this accountant based on what your needs are. The reality is that if you're solo, a small firm, if you're making less than 100, less than 200, less than 300, you don't need an accounting firm that's as big as KPMG, okay? You would be okay with a smaller one-person shop. I know so often you want to hire the best, but you can hire the best without having all the bells and whistles. And some of those bigger firms, those bigger names, even if it is like a 10-person accounting practice, you might be with someone who's, who's too big for you right now, who's offering too much and more than what you need at this point. So I really want you to focus on the things that you need, which is really as simple as tax questions, tax planning, and tax prep. Those are different things in different categories and my accounting friends will say the same thing. Tax prep is very different from tax planning. I really would prefer for you to work with someone who's going to help you with the planning you will have to pay more for it, but the way I want you to see it is you're paying more now so that you pay the IRS less later. I would rather you pay an accountant than you pay an IRS agent. 
or I would rather you even pay less to the IRS in taxes because your accountant has helped you figure out, okay, to really maximize on tax benefits, we're gonna do A, we're gonna do B, we're gonna do C. Now, the other thing I really want you to think about when you're hiring your accountant is I want you to make sure that they're available and they're responsive to you. I will tell you that I've worked with big firms and small firms who are all great communicators and I've worked with big firms and small firms and solos who are terrible communicators. So you want to make sure that the accountant that you're working with is really going to respond to you, understands what you need them to do. Please don't ask them to do anything illegal or unethical it's totally shady and totally messed up the stories that i hear from accountants sometimes but what i want you to understand is that your accountant is on your side and the reality is that if you made money you owe it to taxes if you hire that accountant early enough they will be able to help you minimize what you pay and make sure that you have all of the benefits of having a tax planning accountant but i also want you to keep in mind that it comes with a cost so make sure that whoever you're hiring is communicative is providing you some form of tax planning not just tax prep and that they understand what your needs are as a small or growing firm make sure that they are the right fit for you for where you are right now you can always grow into a bigger accounting firm later or grow into a team of accountants later, but get what you need right now, which is just the absolute bare essential. Tax prep, tax planning, someone who can answer your tax questions from time to time, fast and via email in 24 hours or via phone call in 24 hours, whatever your preferred method of communication is, make it known to that accounting team so that they can respond and say, yeah, we don't do anything via phone calls or you know what phone calls is all we do. We don't do emails. So make sure that that is all clear before you hire them, not after the fact. And then you're complaining about it. Hey, law firm owners, take two seconds right now and please hit the like and subscribe button below. It goes a long way for the growth of this channel that just helps other law firm owners like you do the right things to grow their practice. Thank you so much. Okay, let's talk about the next expert that you're gonna need in your practice. And this next expert is a bookkeeper. And you're probably wondering, okay, so Nermeen, at what point do I need to hire a bookkeeper? I want you to hire a bookkeeper the moment that you open your law firm. Just like an accountant, I want you to have a bookkeeper. There's no reason for you to go through and set up QuickBooks or Xero, whatever platform you're using, there's no reason for you to sit there and figure out how things are categorized for you to go through and reconcile your own accounts. That is not necessary. I see a lot of law firm owners who want to save a couple hundred dollars and do it themselves because they're like, ah, oh, it just takes like an hour. I get that it just takes an hour, but you're not the expert in this. Sorry. You're not an expert bookkeeper. I have, I've never done my own books. I've always had someone else do my own books. It didn't matter if I made $3,000 a month, I was not gonna do my own books. I knew that for me to be able to effectively look at my data in my business, I needed someone who could go through and categorize everything for me so that I could see where the money was, what was coming in, what was going out. It just made my life so much easier and I know that bookkeepers vary on the price range. There are bookkeepers that will charge you like $2,500 and then there are ones that will charge you like $300.
What I want you to keep in mind when you're trying to decide on this range is you don't need the person that has all the bells and whistles if you are just starting out. Just like an accountant, if you're not at like half a million, you don't need someone who's got all the bells and whistles. But as you start growing, you definitely wanna make sure that your bookkeeper can grow with you. The thing that I see a lot of attorneys doing is the one person bookkeeper that they started with is still the same bookkeeper that they're using now that they are a team of five or seven or 10. And that is not something that a one person bookkeeper can handle. You really need a team at that point, And maybe you need a mix of an accounting and a bookkeeping team. Either way, I want you to know that it's okay for you to outgrow these experts because if your firm is growing, you should be outgrowing the experts as well. I don't want you to spend your time doing your books, managing your books. That needs to be clean if for nothing other than the bar association because you are still required by ethical state requirements for being a lawyer to make sure that you've got good books. I do not want you doing your own books. Please do not waste your time doing your own books. There are hundreds of bookkeepers out there. Heck, if you purchase this book and then you say, Nermeen, who's a bookkeeper that you recommend, I will give you that as part of this, you purchasing this book. I don't want you to work with the wrong people. It's really important to make sure that you've got a bookkeeper that's the right fit for you. So ask yourself, how responsive are you via email or phone call? What's the level of interaction that you want with your bookkeeper? Do you want your bookkeeper to be a little bit of an accountability holder with you and have financial conversations with you every month? Ask yourself these important questions as you're deciding who's going to do your books. And please, if you start seeing that your bookkeeper is no longer doing the things that you need them to do, if they're missing things, if they're getting sloppy, let them go. There's thousands of other bookkeepers who are better suited for you. I will tell you, I have referred bookkeepers in the past and they did, they got too big. They took on too many clients and then started doing sloppy work. When my clients came to me and said, here's what's going on with so-and-so bookkeepers, should I keep working with them? My response is immediately, nope. Here are five other people you can talk to. There are tons of bookkeepers out there. Please do not think that there is just one. Let yours go if they're starting to be sloppy. You need to have your books delivered to you every single month, no later than the 15th of the month. Because if you're gonna do your monthly financial check-in, you need to know what you did the last month. So. Typically bookkeepers will give you books 15 days after the month has closed. So for example, January 1st, to January 31st, that's a month. They should be doing your bookkeeping and getting the books to you closed with final numbers by February 15th. No later than that. I've had bookkeepers give stuff at like February 20th, February 25th, completely inappropriate. You as a business owner don't know how to adjust your spending, your revenue generation, if you don't know what happened last month. So you need to get those books as early as possible, no later than the 15th of the month, okay? Okay, so the next person that you might be thinking about to hire into your firm is a law firm associate. Now, I want you to know that there's a lot of considerations that go with this, Go watch my previous episode where I talked about three questions that you need to ask yourself before you hire an associate. But I generally say, if you're gonna bring on an associate, it shouldn't be until you've hit $250,000 in revenue or more. 
I know a lot of people want to get out of the sort of gunk of doing like stuff that they don't enjoy doing at the 150 to 200 level. But the reality is that you may not want to do that work and then give it to someone else, but now you're responsible for their payroll as well, which means that dollar amount that you were generating was just enough for you, but it's not enough for two. So now where are you going to go and get new business from? What ultimately ends up happening is you end up working with shitty clients that you don't want to work with and it stresses you out even more because shitty clients are so insanely demanding and it's just not worth it. So make sure that you're at least at the $250,000 revenue number. You obviously still need to be profitable, but I break all of this down in the book. Go take a look at how the numbers break down. Okay. So the next expert that you might want to hire in your law firm might be a coach someone who can help you get through maybe some of the mental blocks that you have around your pricing or around difficult clients, or maybe just around managing stress when it comes to being a business owner and being a lawyer. I understand that. I usually say don't bring on a coach until you're at at least a hundred thousand. I know that coaches come in all shapes and sizes and all different price points. And there are good ones who charge a hundred an hour. And then there are really shitty ones who charge 500 an hour. I don't know what's happened to the coaching world. It's gotten very, it is completely unregulated. Please know that it's, it's not a regulated field. Uh, you and I, we had to go through law school. We had to pass the bar. We had to, uh, we had to pass character and fitness. There is no such a requirement for a coach. I could wake up tomorrow and call myself a coach and that's, that's all it takes. There are a lot of people out there who are just coach and there are people who are legitimately have the certifications, the experience and all of that to be a coach. Um, so you want to make sure that they've got the requirements that you're looking for, that they communicate with you in a way that works for you. Phone call, email, zoom, conversations in between sessions, you know, having a coach can feel like having a therapist. Sometimes someone who can listen to you, who can understand what you're going through and then give you some advice. All of that is valuable and I'm certainly not going to knock on it. I've worked with many coaches in my life. I continue to work with coaches. I know a lot of coaches but I've also known what to look for. And I think that a lot of attorneys can get scammed by, by really shitty coaches. There are people who are just calling themselves coaches who don't have the requisite requirements to, to even be a coach for a business as dynamic as a law firm. So all of that to say, make sure that they're properly vetted, Make sure that they're going to be able to give you the results that you want. Be really clear about the results that you want from hiring someone and don't do it until you're at least at a hundred thousand. If you do it at anything less than that, I'm really afraid that it's going to put a strain on your, on your finances. I know a lot of times people want to hire because they think it's going to help them break out of their mindset or their limiting beliefs or whatever that is. But I beg of you just listen to podcasts listen to some YouTube channels from some coaches. There's a lot of free stuff out there before you go about investing a thousand, a couple hundred a month on something like this, thinking that it's going to help you break, um, break your cycles or whatever it is that you have and make you make you more wealthy. That may happen. It's not guaranteed, but it will also take time. So it's not like you're going to do five sessions and then turn around and be a completely new lawyer. That's not how coaching ever works. 
And I just want you to know that it's a process. So if you are gonna hire someone, make sure they're right, make sure they're charging you the fair amount. Don't do it unless you're at at least 100,000. Okay, the next expert that you're going to possibly consider bringing on into your practice is going to be a law firm consultant. I recommend you bringing on a consultant at the 100,000 or more level, nothing below that. If you're not making at least six figures, there's not a whole lot that a consultant like me can do. I also take it a step further and I say, if you haven't had your practice for at least two years, there's not a whole lot that I can do. The reality is that your first two years of practicing law are going to fucking suck and there's nothing I can do to make it suck less. I can't help you with that process. It's something that you have to go through. Just like if you're a woman listening to this and you want to get pregnant, no one else can get pregnant for you. No one else can go through labor for you. No one else can carry that baby for you. They can, but you know, it's, it's for you to do. This is something that only you can do for yourself. If you wanna lose 10 pounds, you can't hire a trainer to lose 10 pounds for you. You gotta get your ass to the gym. You gotta start eating it more healthy and making better food decisions. That's it, right? The same is true for this. Once you do hit that $100,000 level, I don't want you to go out and hire the most expensive consultant. To be honest, I wouldn't work with you if you were only making $100,000. You really need to have a lot of revenue before you're going to make that investment and make that investment knowing that you wanna grow. Don't do it if you're happy where you are. Don't do it if you're a solo who wants to stay as a solo, doesn't want admins, doesn't want paralegals, nothing. You just wanna make enough money for yourself. That's wonderful, that's fantastic, but don't hire a consultant then. You wanna make sure that you're making the right financial decisions as you're still trying to figure out where you are in your practice. And that 100,000 number is still on the lower end of the spectrum. So I really want you to just keep at it until until you're at a place where you know you can afford a consultant who can help you with operational processes because you've got three people or is someone who can really help you figure out your prices or your rates or whatever that thing is. So definitely keep all of this in mind as you're coming across experts and you're thinking, okay, who should I hire? When, I, when should I hire them? And all the wonderful questions that come with that. Okay, the next expert that you're gonna wanna hire in your firm is a CFO. That's a chief financial officer. And I usually recommend that you hire in your law firm a chief financial officer once you've hit a million dollars in gross revenues for your firm. Now, the reason that I say that a million dollars is because that's where you will start to see that you've had a lot of heavy expenses and you need someone who's gonna come in and say, done, 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 done. We're, we're not spending money on these things anymore. You're gonna want someone who can give that information to you and you're not gonna want someone who's like an accountant who's like, well, you're kind of spending a lot on credit card processing fees, you should reduce that. No, you want a CFO who's gonna call the credit card company, who's gonna find you an alternative, who's gonna implement a new credit card solution in the business that will save you $30,000 a year. Trust me, that is where you want to start having an expert come in. Once you're at that million dollar threshold, they can really help you figure out, okay, are you paying too much to your people? Are they incentivized enough? What sort of uh, profit sharing plans do you need to have for your partners? Like that is where a CFO is really gonna come in. Keep in mind, you don't need to have a full-time CFO. You can definitely have a part-time CFO. And if you're at like this 500, like 
850 level and you're like, who do I hire? A consultant can help with something like this. Uh, an accountant who's, who's really going to be involved with you can help you with these things. You know, you can have a fractional CFO help you with these things, but really I want you to think about a CFO at like the million dollar level. Like you've made it, you're there, you've got money set aside for their expertise and you know that there are financial decisions that you want them to help hold you accountable for in the process of your firm. So unless you're at that level, I want you to consider alternatives, a really good accountant, a really good consultant who can help you with these things and then a CFO once you hit the million dollar level. Now, this is of course not an exhaustive list of every single expert that you're gonna hire because this would be a four hour long podcast then and nobody wants to listen to that. But this is really what I recommend based on my years of experience of working with lawyers. These are of course general numbers, but come on, if you're making half a million and you don't have an accountant, get your shit together, right? If you're at 300,000 and you're still doing your own books, holy shit, get your shit together. Like this is not complicated stuff. You need to make sure that you are hiring people as you grow, because otherwise you're just going to stay stuck where you are. And most lawyers I know, they want to grow their firm every year, just by a little, they want to grow financially. They want to grow their team size. They want to be able to help more people. They want to have the financial stability of being a business owner. And you can get that by hiring experts who are better than you when it comes to tax planning and tax strategy. I get the question a lot of how do I know I'm ready to hire a consultant or a coach or, or, you know, a CFO beyond the numbers. And my barometer is always when you're ready to stop Googling for answers, when you're ready to stop asking your friends, Hey, what would you do when you're truly ready for an expert to come in and look at the whole picture, look at your finances, tear them apart. When you're ready for that, that's when you hire. Don't hire if you're still looking on Google for answers. Don't hire if you're still asking friends. That is a surefire guaranteed way to not have success. And you're going to get competing information and then you're going to start doubting this expert that you've hired. So keep all of that in mind as you're going through this process. And you know, like I've said before, buy the book. I will answer one of your questions by March 31st. And that's everything for this season. Thank you so much for listening in. It's been so much fun recording these. Um, I really enjoy this podcast. I would so appreciate you taking a moment and going and liking, commenting, subscribing on any of the platforms that you listen to this on. It goes a really long way. Please share this with anyone else who's thinking about hiring an expert, another colleague, a friend, just say, Hey, this might help if you listen to this, you don't need to explain it beyond that. Just drop that in that one little line and share this with them. That's everything for this season. My friends, it's been a pleasure. I hope to see you again next season. We've got a lot of really interesting stuff coming out, more videos, more stuff to help you grow your law firm, to be more efficient, to bring on the right team. And I just can't wait to share all of this with you all. So thank you to my team for supporting me. Thank you V um, as you were editing, editing this and thank you for listening in. 
Until next season, my friends. Bye.